So they had this sister here that's from Haiti and she's an immigrant here in America. And, and one thing I have learned and, and thank God I've learned this through travel is that the brothers and sisters in the home countries versus immigrants that come here is two totally different situations. You understand? And I also say that the U S embassy also approve of people coming over here and they're never going to approve a, a person or a family of people to come over here. That's really going to be on getting on cold with black America like that. So a lot of times when we have these issues and problems, a lot of times with people coming in from different countries as who are black, we have to think about it through the lens of how the white supremacy had let them in through the U S embassy. Now, case in point, this woman here, she's Haitian. She's going to touch on two things that I want to talk about here. So on this first clip, I want to play for you here. She's going to touch on them leaving, you know, their home countries and how they feel when, you know, people tell them, well, basically, Hey, if you don't like what's going on, then we'll go back with your homeland, right? But let's go ahead and roll that first clip. Immigrants do is like immigrants do is flee away from danger. I love the idea of go back to your country because there's this mentality that there's a claim to something. Your entire country is based off of people that fleed. Like that is what people do. They flee. If it ain't working out there and the oppression is way too bad, they flee for better opportunities. Some people want to sit there and fight all day, but other people actually want to raise their children and they don't want to spend their life fighting. Do you get that? Do you understand that? No, you don't? Okay, no problem. Ma'am, we don't relate to it. You 100% right. We don't relate to leaving our countries and saying we will go somewhere for a better opportunity. We can't relate to it. And let's call it what it is. The majority of Haitians haven't left Haiti either. Is only let's call it what it is. It's only a small group of people who are allowed by the U.S. government to come here. The majority of Haitians are still in Haiti right now, dealing with the problems in Haiti, fighting. Your family was the ones that was approved by the U.S. government to come over here. They knew you wasn't gonna fight anything. They knew you wasn't gonna stand up. They knew you, your family, wasn't gonna get on cold with Black America. They knew you was gonna just put your head down and say, yes, a boss. They knew that. That's why they let you in. That's why Just to be honest with you. So you're right. We can't relate. For instance, not everybody runs from their country. South Africans, they dealt with apartheid. They didn't run from South Africa. They fought that. Look at Zimbabwe. It used to be Rhodesia, but now Zimbabwe, Rob Mugabe and those brothers and sisters that fought the white supremacist Ian Smith. They didn't run from the, uh, their country. They fought and they got their country back. Now, the reason why their country is suffering today is because of they got their freedom just as much as your country in Haiti is suffering because they got their freedom from the white supremacists in 1804. So you, ma'am, uh, your, your history, probably the type of people that they took out first before they went after the French. Cause you remember they got rid of boot licking raccoons first before they went after the French. It let me know based off of what you're saying, right? And your attitude that your, some of your family members got caught up when the brothers and sisters uh, took care of the boot licking raccoon shines first, right? Cause you know, we still got that raccoon boot licking shine class and she doesn't represent all Haitians. I'm not going to go there. She represent herself and her lineage who were cowards. There's nothing wrong with going to different countries, making business, um, doing different things, having different homes or whatever. Right. 
There's nothing wrong with that. People do that all over the world every day, but not every person run away from their homeland and trying to stake a claim somewhere else. So you're right. Black America cannot relate to that. Cannot. And we will not relate to that because where could black America really go like right now? Listen, much as I love the African continent and, and all of that, I can't just show up in the African continent and say, Hey, I'm living here today. I got to go through a process. No different than the other American got to go through a process. So black America do have a stake here to talk about. They did. We did. Our ancestors built America. That is the truth. I mean, nobody can take that away from black folk. I was just in Washington DC last weekend. Capitol built by our ancestors, Washington DC designed and built by our ancestors, the white house built by our ancestors. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Black America do have a stake here. The problem that I have the most with it is that these folks have ruined a beautiful country that, that black America has built and we shouldn't be getting caught up in nothing that's coming down the pipe toward them because we had nothing to do with it. But let's go ahead and run the second part. So now let's move forward. So as an immigrant, I'm here in this country. What do I want to do? Put my best foot forward. What do my parents want to do? Put their best foot forward and give us the best opportunity they possibly can. Thank you, Lord, for my parents because they did exactly that. But it's my turn as their child to hold the baton. And one thing I always say, my parents did not risk their lives to get to America for me to get involved in some political warfare. My parents did not risk their lives for me to get to America, for me to sit here fighting people all day. That makes absolutely no sense. And I think because you guys have never taking that level of a risk, you don't understand that level of responsibility and accountability. That's really the problem here. Because if you really risk your lives to have something, if you really risk your life to get something, you're not willing and ready to throw it away. I have no issue with nobody coming here, get, going, getting a job, going to work, providing for their family, even sending money back home. I take no issue with it. Trust me, I don't. If I was in your situation, or if I was an immigrant, I'll be doing the same thing because the American dollar going back to a lot of these countries that it, 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 it triples sometimes quadruples, etc. Right. But the problem that black America have ma'am with, with people like yourself and the kind of attitude that you're having is that you don't just put your head down and stay working. No, what you do is people like yourself is when we talk about a conversation like reparations, you get involved with it. And you say statements like, well, you, I, we need reparations too. Like, well, wait a minute. Hold on. You left. Why you want to come over here and get reparations? Reparations for our ancestors. If you want to get reparations from the French, go ahead and knock yourself out. Do that. I'll support you getting reparations from the French, but you can't come over here and ball with this one. Or when black people are talking about racism, white supremacy, some people like yourself, ma'am, will say, well, I don't know why black Americans are lazy. That's why they're blaming racism. They blaming white people. This is why uh, black Americans will say certain things to you. Black Americans love everybody. They do. We love everybody to a fault. We don't care where you come from, what country you come from, what your ethnicity is, your gender, your orientation. We don't care about any of that. Black people is the most loving community I've ever seen. We really are. We very accept accepting the only time that we respond to you about, well, you need to go back to your homeland 
or we'll get mad at you about something is because you're doing something to either disrespect us, denigrate us, or we noticing that you're siding with racism, white supremacy against us. And now at that moment, you're becoming an enemy because we do have a lot of black collaborators with white supremacy attacking us. And, and I understand other, everybody is not having this conversation. I understand that we definitely got to keep an eye on you because your your family was approved through the U.S. Embassy to come here because there are thousands of black folks that try to come here and the U.S. Embassy denied them from coming here. They won't let them. But they allow your family to come here? That we should wonder why. So, so if you're coming here just to make money, fine, make your money. Keep your, keep your head down. Keep your nose down. Get your money. Send it back. If you're not here to get involved with American politics, no problem with me. Just that's it. That's all you got to do. And if you're going to speak, at least speak for the people that gave you the opportunity to come here. Let's call it what it is. White folks prior to the, the, the immigration act, which came after the civil rights act, didn't want nobody here, but Europeans. I'm going to repeat that again. The white people here, they want nobody in this country but Europeans. They didn't want no Caribbean. They didn't want no African. They didn't want no Afro-Latino or nobody related to that. They didn't want no Chinese. They didn't want uh, uh, no Hispanic. They didn't want nobody but themselves here. And when our ancestors fought, they didn't say, I'm going to go for a better opportunity. They fought for a better opportunity in the land that they built. We talking about American history here. I'm not just on no pseudo anything. We talking about American history fought in, in the land that our ancestors built and created a better opportunity here in America. Is it perfect? No, it's not perfect. We definitely got a long way to go for, for black folks to be treated. Right. But it's not like it was prior to that immigration bill. And you couldn't, the problem is that black folks get in, insulted by it because our ancestors fought, died, lost their lives. And then you come over here on, on the back end benefiting. And then you want to point your finger at black America. I would never go to no country that gave me an opportunity to come, gave me a, a, a place where I can have a better situation. I'm not going to look back at them people and, and talk down on them. Whatever they got going on, I'm going to be in, in agreement with it. Now, of course, it's not all black immigrants. It's not all. It's not all. It's not all. It's not all. But the ones who's doing that, they are a problem and they have to be called out. Listen, I have no problem calling out boot licking raccoon shines no matter where you come from. Whether you're here in America or abroad, I don't care. But one thing that I'm going to say here is that one thing you're not going to do, you're not going to come here and join white supremacy and, and think we're going to be silent about that. No, because that's the nuances that a lot of you are doing. You coming in here, dipping your fingers in black American business. Instead of you saying, you know what? Because white supremacy kind of look at us as the same. Let, let me go ahead on and join black America. I don't want to lead anything. I'm going to say, Hey, I just want to be supportive. That's it. That's all we asking you to do. We're not asking you to lead a protest. We're not asking you to do a march. We're not asking you to do anything. Only thing black America is asking you to do is just be supportive. That's it. Be supportive of the community that created the opportunity for the USMBC to allow you in. Cause at one point in time, they wouldn't allow you in. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying that's it. That's all. 
because that's not the average black American response to say, go back to your country. That is not the average response. So y'all need to be telling the whole story about why that's being said to you. And it's, it's, it's not a xenophobic response. It's usually based on disrespect from what I gather. It's based on disrespect or based on you siding with white supremacy or joining with, with racist and, and, and saying things against us or saying that you feel like you so much better because of your quote unquote culture. And then people, it makes people say, well, if your culture was so much better, why didn't you do your culture where you was at? Why you had to come here? Cause if your culture was better than us, listen, you can't say your culture is better and you're better than, than my culture as a black American culture. Why didn't you replicate even what we replicate today? I'm talking about those who feel that their culture is so much better. You know what I'm saying? So for me, like I said, I love these conversations because these conversations have to be had brothers and sisters. They have to be had. And once again, it is not all black immigrants that feel that way. It is not, but you do have some come in here who's very uppity and thinking they better uh, than a black American. I had a Haitian brother one time in Florida tell me that them folks told him, Oh, I like y'all so much better than black Americans. And the, and the dude say, which how you gonna like us better? We both black. See, that's a per, that was a brother that was on code. And we do have some brothers and sisters that's on code from wherever they from. Right. But the ones that come here thinking they better, you better believe if you better go, go, go over there where you from and replicate what you did here. Replicate it. That's all. You didn't have the opportunity to be here. Just go back over there and replicate it. But a lot of you not, not trying to go back. Matter of fact, you know why a lot of black folks don't even want to go to the African continent and sometimes the Caribbean It's not because black Americans have an issue with, with Africa like that. A lot of times black Americans go ask you, you, a lot of y'all have told black Americans don't go over there. Somebody say, Oh, you from Nigeria. Okay. Oh, it's Nigeria, man. You don't want to be in Nigeria. What you, what's wrong with Nigeria, man. It's horrible over there. It's this, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like how many times the brothers and sisters in the chat can tell you how many times have, have black Americans have been told by, by immigrants. You don't want to be in their homeland because it's so horrible. That's why you came over here. So really a lot of y'all are pushing anti-Africa, anti-Caribbean sentiment to black America. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've heard it. Luckily for me, I travel and I can, I can debunk what you're saying. I can debunk a whole lot, but seriously. So yeah, this, this woman here, she, um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, she's had, this is a good conversation. It's good because we need to have that because if we don't get rid of the confusion that's going on and literally identify who's for us, who against us, you know, uh, this is how white supremacy could try to pit, you know, uh, us against each other, but we got to have these conversations. I, I've seen more clips of this woman and I'll probably, you know, dive more into it. I know y'all see things a little different. We changed the name from Philip Scott audio experience to the Philip Scott podcast. Uh, we just want to just kind of move in a certain direction. Um, of course me being a camera, you know, on, on here now, uh, that'd be a little change. Uh, but outside of that, you know, with this uh, situation, the part of the podcast is having these conversations, um, that really keeps things going and keep us, you know, divided, you know, my conversation about bringing us together and getting rid of those problems, 
you know, that's out there that could cause a divide. I'm not trying to pit black people against each other. That's never what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to say, let's deal with the difficult conversations and let's get together. But y'all let me know in the comments, you know, what y'all think about what sis had to say here. And we'll see you on the next one.